Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mm, ooh, I like the bubbles. They tickle my nose. Ooh, ooh you know where I put the bubbles. Ooh, is that Lady Gaga champagne? Ooh. We have a very, ooh. very, 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 really super-duper special mom announcement. And also, Gaga likes champagne. Star Wars Drick. Picks and a tip spot from Alec Mappa. Stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Oh. Oh. Ow. Oh my gosh, did you? Medic. Excuse me, uh, we have a venti for William. William, a venti. Venti chai. We, um, we have oat, a large green milk. tea with almond oat, milk oat, steamed oat, for oat. Um, Juno. Juno oat. Justin's. <laughs> Juno Justin's. Uh, we <laughs> want to welcome. We want to welcome you back for another steaming, piping, scalding <laughs> serving of hot, hot gossip. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, our lives. gossip, and politics, politics, and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DMs. Uh, let's get Ooh. into some hot, hot gossip. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I needed to take it down a level. Take off that Zenodi wedge. I oh, see it. That Zen- neon wedge. No, I love the wedge. I love the okay, wedge. Okay, you can leave it on. But when you these do are, that, re- these are custom Giuseppe Zanotti's. Ooh, you have brown hair. You must be in a movie right now, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing an Italian character in an, in Italy, being <laughs> an Italian actor. I heard while she's in Italy, she only gets around by gondola, even the places without water. <laughs> she always arrives perched on the side Ooh, of the yacht. Uh, just smelling. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Perfect, uh, perfect uh, French twist, bitch. I love Oof. Gaga. God, French Gaga. twist, bitch. <laughs> um, I know, uh, so wait, uh, Easter happened, which yeah. uh, if, if you haven't heard of it, it's a... Um, a day where um there's a celebration of a, of eggs. gay guy and egg gay guys sending egg memes to their friends with eggs coming out of muscle bottoms butts <laughs> Who women is I, 
You know what? This is sloppy pod. Sloppy pod is probably going to track down the egg hatching (laughs) gay meme where the guy is like sitting there and he's dressed like the Easter bunny and he's got this cute smile and he's naked. And then he's like, oh, oh, Mm -hmm. oh. And then (laughs) then like an Easter egg comes out. Yeah, and then him. three more come out and because the, she yes. did her shopping last night, and she said, "I'm just gonna put the dye tabs in my mouth, swallow them, <laughs> and then stick the eggs up my butt the next morning, and then they'll come you know, out as they come out." I, I've never seen this method of egg dyeing done before, but you know what? I I like it, and the it result was fabulous. Uh, Sloppy Pod, are you gonna track down this model? I would love to. The first time I ever saw someone do that gag was a drag queen named Cupcake in Austin, Texas. I played mm. an Easter show and she laid a couple eggs. Mm. And uh, I currently <laughs> only a couple. A, oh. I cur- currently oh. have a friend who likes to pull that trick with pool balls, but just when he's running errands. You know what I mean? Um, oh my god! See, I think it would be great if um, <laughs> she laid down that green Easter tinsel. On mm-hmm. the club floor before she did it, and I'm imagining it in like uh, oil can Harry's in Austin. You know how the stage is kind of yeah. like a little like strip, and then you step down in the middle of the floor, and it's like um, a, a circle jerk around you, basically with money. <laughs> that people on each other's shoulders. I I saw um, a woman who's uh, who's walked on my shoulders before, or I don't know, shoulders of greatness, or something about shoulders, Miss Pretty Lady. Oh, she she's this uh, character about WeHo. Her name's I think her name's Ricky in real life, um, and she goes by Ricky too. But uh, she wears like a coupless bra, so her moobs show her man boobs, mm-hmm. um, and she's usually in some sort of like um, brown like bobby hair with a mm-hmm. bang, and then some panties and garters, a little thong, very tan. Does Doesn't she ride bo- a bike? She rides a bike. Yeah, and love sometimes her. she walks too. She smokes. She doesn't bother anybody. If you go and say hi to her, she's friendly. She'll take pictures with you because sometimes she has a Santa hat, uh, even at Easter. But this Easter, she had bunny ears and she looked beautiful. And I was like, pretty lady. And I pulled over and I was like, can I take a picture with you? I haven't seen you in like a year. I miss you. You know, she's one of the people you always just see outside the bars and you say hi. And you're like, I like your I like your stockings, pretty lady. Like you talk to her. And like I saw her at Easter and then I put a picture up it up on Instagram and it got flagged for nudity. And like, I've had so many things flagged and Courtney has been my Instagram manager. And she tells me that I lost 3000 followers. I don't care, but it's weird. Like that, that would get all of a sudden I get two things that flagged and then all of my numbers go down too. like, what is Instagram doing to gay people? They hate yeah. us. huh? They hate us. Like they, they'll flag people like saying hateful and transphobic things to us, we'll get flagged if we reply or something. Like Lockwood is getting flagged left and right. All the flagging. It's like um, Raya in a parking lot. She'll throw flagging. a flag. Yeah, she's a she's color guard girl. Oh, she I does love it, that. She does it at the gigs, too. Latrice, too. Um, she do. Mm-hmm. But well, it's so strange. I love your, I love your picture with uh, Pretty Lady, and I love that you tagged Lady Bunny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I the... forgot I was shady. Damn. So was I surprise this... myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> was this um was this in WeHo this Easter or was this a throwback picture? No, it was, was in WeHo this Easter. Wow. Um, I got a vaccine lovely. last month, and it was the one shot. And uh, 
she I think she had a mask on. I don't know. No, she was smoking. Give she didn't me have a mask one on. Shot, one shot. Adrenaline. Of Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> so I love the pretty ladies out and about and nothing can keep her down. What is your favorite thing about the spring? Do you enjoy spring? What's your favorite season? Um, uh, I do. I mean, being in Pennsylvania is something I remember. <laughs> I just had a stroke. Remember? Um, thank you for being here during this time with me. Um, uh, uh, no, something I remember from uh, growing up in Pennsylvania, winters are rough. Rough. Okay, in Erie. And there's always this day where it's like the first day that isn't cataclysmically freezing of the year. And it is greater and more joyous than any holiday could possibly be because it's like, Oh my gosh, I can, I can go outside with, without all these jackets and, and scarves and accoutrements on go in the woods with other kids and play come springer. Very well. I don't know what that is. Oh, you never went in the woods. We went in the woods, but I don't know what cum springer is. Guess. Jerry Springer's. Um, it's like rum springer, but better. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, I have been loving, loving this King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Have you seen that? Yes. We watched it the other night. Enjoyable. Uh, you know, I was not expecting them to... Uh, to sing the song from the end of Chicago, the Roxy Hart and Velma Kelly song. Do oh, I wasn't Kong. expecting them to break out into that. Song. Kong and Zilla did heaven nowadays. I never, <laughs> I it really <laughs> didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. not see the it choreo. Coming. The choreo I, was great. Fabulous. And the way they incorporated um, <laughs> lights. Like, so great. We haven't seen it, but it's on the outline. <laughs> no, I saw it. I oh, did you did? I it. haven't. Yes. I have not at all. I saw the preview, and I was like, that looks cool. When's it come out? And then I've been too busy to watch it. But um, <laughs> I haven't been too busy to watch short-form entertainment like Gaga in her Dom Perignon ad. Honey, I always have at least a minute for her. Right. <laughs> this is... This... Uh, I've just, we're, we're all gagged whenever mother does anything but hmm. really the the look the styling the the vibe i it also makes me want to try uh drinking champagne which i've you know i've never i'm never i'd like to stay and drink my first champagne Gaga. <laughs> honey i'm gonna start drinking i haven't had a drink in six years and i'm gonna be dunking my chromatical oreos <laughs> in to the goddamn dom all right and then I'm going to put my ponytail on and whip it around and we'll play Ooh. Chromatica. We'll do some Gaga mm-hmm. trivia. It'll be enjoyable. Okay. I am down and I'm there. So wait, we have a Gaga related uh, anal, anal from the mailbox. Mm. Do you want to read it? A communique. Sure. Aaron, a dossier. Aaron says... Good evening, dolls and dip. This is an urgent matter, so I must get right into it. As we have established, God is a Gaga, and us fags would do anything for a drop of extra Gaga content. Well, Gaga has confirmed previously that she made a whole act two for Art Pop, but it hasn't been released. The news has been spread across the community recently, and a petition has been circling the web for Gaga to release act two in hopes that she sees the support and feels the encouragement and support from the fans as 
Big issue with the era was the lack of praise that she should have received. Now, I know you, Davis, love live for art pop, especially Alaska. What with the Justice for Art Pop show, $3 mm-hmm. bill. And I was wondering if you, Divas, would share the petition I linked below so our list, your listeners can <laughs> sign and support. As they say, power in numbers. Thank you for the continuous amazing content, including the behind the great paywall. And please keep up the incredible work. <laughs> love, Aaron. And then he put the link up. Wow. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing that. Um, uh, There are 32,800 people who have signed this petition. Okay. Well, good. That's a lot. I mean, I I think that anyone who loves Lady Gaga, no one would say, I don't want to hear the other tracks from Art Pop that didn't get released. We all do. Yeah. It was a, it, you know, it was a very groundbreaking record. It was under-celebrated, like Aaron said at the time. But I think it has come to be recognized as one of her, you know, coolest eras and one of her coolest albums. I would love to hear it. But I also do not think that Lady Gaga is someone who wants to be told what to do as an artist. <laughs> Good luck. So... So, yeah, so, like, go ahead, like, sign the petition, but she does not want you to tell her. She's going to tell you what is coming next. Yeah, I feel like she would sign the petition just to be cunty and then, like, lock it further in a vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but who knows? I you mean, know, like, so- sometimes you make a dress and then you don't want to wear it anymore. And sometimes you make a song and you don't want to release it. I have stuff I haven't released that will never see the light of day. And I have stuff that's out that shouldn't. (laughs) Stubble on the floor is a bop. It is. It's a banger and a bop all at once. You know what I've been bopping to, uh, other than sitting alone in the VIP? Um, Some podcasts. I listened to Raja and Delta on the way Mm -hmm. out to Palm Springs and back. Mm -hmm. And... They were getting into uh, SoCal things, and they mentioned specific parties that I was at. And I was like, I was at that one. <laughs> I remember the flyer. Is. It was like the DVD release of Cleopatra, and Delta and Raja was there, and Delta was a mummy, or Raja was a mummy. And I was living, because I was like, I was there. Like, it's crazy. It's, so it's like finding yourself in as a scene in an extra scene, like with 300 people, you're like, that's me. Where's Willem? <laughs> pause it, right? There. Pause it at, at 311 14. <laughs> and you will then see squint. the side of my head. Yeah. The, just the ponytail. Um, what podcasts have you been listening to this week? Well, we have a very special mom announcement to oh. share with you. As you know, okay. We love the art form of podcasting. We love our sister's, And it just seemed right that we should figure out a way to get more quality content from our sisters to your ears. And we're very excited to announce that we have a new show debuting Mm -hmm. on the Mom Network this coming Monday, April 12th. That's the 12th of April. This is a brand new show. If you want to learn what it is, we're not going to spill it all right here. Go on over to Entertainment Weekly today, and maybe you'll see something about a certain Rue girl, a top Rue girl, launching a little show about fashion and TV and things here on the Mom Network. We're so excited about this. Oh, my Oh my God! She just talks about, talks about, talks about, talks about, talks about podcasting. Uh-huh. Um, and this is the first of a few announcements that Mom is bringing on you this spring and summer. So stay tuned for many more Mom offerings. And thank you for listening because we couldn't do this without y'all. 
Thank we you. really thank you, and we're really excited for some uh, big stuff coming soon, guys. <laughs> big oh, announcements. Can't wait to share this with you guys. Ugh. Announcement really. in 23 hours, 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, go to Entertainment Weekly. You'll know what we're talking about. And we have some more announcements coming very soon. But until... We're going to take a break, but now... you. Girl, the the name on everybody's lips is Vaxi. <laughs> um, everybody's trying to get a vaccine. Everybody should be getting a vaccine. And so there's this hot song mm. by dear friend of the pod, Nick Laughlin, uh, and Sour Pickles Music. And it's oh. a parody, and it's called Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a Vaccine Appointment. <laughs> Uh, and the music video is sickening. It's beautifully shot. Nick choreographed the whole thing, dances throughout the whole last thing. Mm-hmm. And it's she really is an her own dance production. Call. She really is. And it's um, really catchy. So um, check it out. And we're going to listen to a little bit of it here. So sour right pickles. Sour pickles. sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small and when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest you're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down that's right and i think uh and i've said this before i think therapy is a very useful tool whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. 
we have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a helix party. Uh, and we are the helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This is the moment where we say, let's, let's get, get political, political, political. I That's wanna... right. Hmm. This the... is, uh, marijuana is legal in New York. <gasps> New York has become the 15th state to legalize marijuana. Under the new law, people 21 and older will be able to grow and use marijuana, and it will automatically expunge people's criminal records of marijuana offenses that are no longer illegal. New York will also set up a regulated legal marijuana market with new tax revenues directed to education, drug treatment and prevention, and communities disproportionately hurt by the war on drugs. In the well, am I reading this right? Yep. This is good. Uh, this is amazing news. Um, <laughs> in the wake of New York's decision to legalize marijuana earlier this week, Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he's ready to move on federal marijuana reform. Oh, my God. The war on marijuana in particular has cost the U.S. billions of dollars over decades, led to a black market for pot that criminal organizations used to fund violent operations mm -hmm. and contributed to the explosive growth of America's incarcerated population, particularly of black and brown people, which is now the largest in the world. Uh, there's some facts. Hit it. Hit us. Black Americans are four times as likely to be arrested for cannabis possession than white Americans, even though both use it equally. In 2018, 40% of all drug arrests were for cannabis. In 2017, there were more arrests for cannabis possession than all violent crimes combined. And there are currently people serving life sentences for cannabis use in America. This is uh, this is the type of reform that has to happen. And it's it's very hopeful to see that New York is taking steps in the right direction. Uh, congratulations, yeah. New York. And whoever this Schumer guy is, I hope the federal stuff passes, too, because life sentences for a little bit of pot that foolish that that's foolish for so many reasons, including they have to pay for a man. All, all the all the costs of keeping a prisoner in a prison cost more than his little probably whatever marijuana he got sent to jail for because he's going to be there his whole life. You're the state yeah. the state 
or whoever, somebody, some federalized institution is, never mind, I'm going to keep this short. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Crazy. The the expungement is like, that's the key. Because. Yes, expunge. Yeah. This should not be on anyone's record. Not at all. Um, There's another couple things that went on record this week. We talked about the Arkansas uh, anti-trans bill that was going on. I think last week, um, this week, the Arkansas legislator voted this week to override Governor Hutchinson's veto of a bill banning doctors from giving trans youth gender affirming treatments. The bill is now a law in Arkansas, though it is set to take effect this summer. Trans activists, parents of trans kids and the medical community have rallied against the legislation and opponents are planning to challenge it in court. So that's good. But um, March 2021. Governor mm-hmm. Hutchinson signed into law a bill that bans trans women and girls from participating in school sports consistent with their gender identity. However, he vetoed the anti-trans health care bill Monday, calling it government overreach. So this so is we crazy. Thought it was getting we thought it was getting vetoed, and then the Senate overrode the, the veto. The Senate overrode it. The that's fucked. and people were excited that he vetoed it. They were like, look at this guy. He vetoed the bill. But it's like literally last month he signed the bill that banned uh, trans teenage athletes from competing in athletic sports. We just need to rename this segment like how are Republicans fucking people this week? (laughs) Right. But it doesn't have a jingle. So. Could you say Oh, well. How are Republicans fucking people this week? What if we do? How are Republicans fucking people? How are... Oh, wait, that's physical. Oh, that's political. Oh, yeah. I was like, why did I do it to... Phys-? Duh. Okay, yeah. I don't know. We're going to have a better next segment because this is going to be a tip spot with our girlfriend, Alec Mappa. So come back and listen to us a little bit. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. We're oh, back. You, oh, girls, you know what time it is. It is the tip spot. Oh, we, my god. We want we want to give just the, the best kind of uh, applause and light to the, to the young girls in town. The new girls, fresh off the bus. Yes. Wig and a dream. Yes. Um, and we are proud to welcome to the stage. The 10 dancing toes uh, of and, our tip spot this week. The one and only the incomparable... Uh, Alec, Alec Mappa. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi, beauty. It's so What's good a to tip see you. spot? I thought, is it like I get a a, a tip? Do I get tipped? Is there a if tip you do jar? well? If you do well, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. But Otherwise, we'll... I'm just gonna be another filler queen. Filler <laughs> queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning all the lingo of you kids. You both look so gorgeous. Thanks for filler queen. So do you. You're very attractive out of all the frocks. 
So do you get more sexual attention in or out of drag? Um, From behind or the front? Uh, <laughs> location, location, location. Location. Um, oh, oh, that was my question. Because uh, yeah. um, Lady Bunny's always talking about getting attacked in drag. Like she gets a lot of attention, mm. male attention. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that for you two, how, how aggressive does that get when you're a lady? Um, I like it when it's aggressive, so I'm fine with it. Um, yes, it's if if they're usually when, more. When does when does it become too much? Um, when when <laughs> it's at the point where I've like moved their hand away and they're doing it again. At that point, oh, I'm no, like, no, 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 stick no. your dick in now. No more hands. Right. Oh, wow. I don't want to have now, to say it is twice. Is that somebody who wants you like that, like oh, dressed up, or if they're at the bar thing. and I'm looking like that, or I'm at a, and I'm looking like that, and they're talking to me and giving me that attention, I take mm-hmm. it as sure, like fair, fair game. But once at Hamburger Mary's, I gave Kelly Mantle's number to this guy that was talking to me, and she was <laughs> next to me. And then the next week, he came back to the bar and he's like, "Thanks for your friend's number." I was like, <gasps> "What?" And I was like, "Oh, work." Wow. Because you know, I was busy, so you know, give one to your sister. Alaska, are you approachable or is it a look, don't touch situation? Um, yeah, never touch the the wild animal. Don't yeah, don't yeah. feed don't feed the wild animal. Um, somebody don't do touched it. um Jackie Beat on stage on an Atlantis <laughs> cruise we were doing together, and she screamed at this person. I'll never forget it. Don't ever touch me again. I'm a world famous drag queen, and you're a nameless, faceless nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so lovable. Well, and direct. Just so lovable. Um, did did you like getting touched when you were a drag queen in Connie and Carla as in cream? Um, yes, Half of uh, Peaches David in cream. Duchovny, David Duchovny, as you know, uh, it's been documented on the internet, the has, has a notoriously large penis, and he doesn't mm. wear any underwear. Mm. Oh my and God. we were shooting a scene together where he's standing right in front of me, and it was that kind of dick that like comes out and then down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Comes oh, out dear. and then down. And then we could see like what they call in UK um, drag race, the bell end mm-hmm. was like, I could see the head. <laughs> you so know I all the it looked like a baby, a baby's arm holding another baby's arm, holding a small pumpkin. And I was <laughs> hypnotized and I could not stop staring at it. And David, you know, just kind of in that straight guy way said, uh, take a picture. It lasts longer. I said, if you don't want me to look at that, you're going to have to poke out both my eyes out with a fork. <laughs> So <laughs> unless you strap it down. Um, and he was very handsy with the girls that um, on set when I was in drag. And I was I was 120 pounds, y'all. So I was a petite little thing. Yeah. Um, but then I so found you've out lost later more on, weight. Huh? I, I, You're like 115 now, aren't you? Yes. Oh, thank you. God bless you. Um, never again. I've, I'm still trying to get uh, lose the baby weight. Um, you adopted girl. <laughs> I found out later on that he's a sex addict. So all of a sudden mm. the special, the attention didn't feel all that, that special. That makes sense with Californication too, because he played a sex addict so well. Oh, mm. wow. Mm-hmm. I have to watch that program. We were talking earlier about your St. Bernard and I had done, um, not one to throw my credits around, but I was in <laughs> one of the Beethoven sequels. Oh. Uh, there were- uh, Which puppy four- did you play? Uh, what, what? Which Nothing. puppy? Yeah, I was, I was uh, <laughs> Beethoven, puppy play. Um, <laughs> I had a butt plug tail that kept on falling out. So um, it was with Jonathan Silverman. We were shooting up in Canada and there were four St. Bernards. And the one that always worked with me whenever we had a scene together would get an erection. He liked you. 
and it was and it would it never failed and so we were calling the uh, movie beethoven's lipstick <laughs> oh my god yeah that was my little baby ravishing red Aww. so cute she rest in peace alaska, you, alaska do you have a dog are you a dog person uh no i love dogs but i don't own one um but i love I've seen some of your drag them. daughters <laughs> Dog ass mo. Um. Oh, that was. Oh, that's a good one. Who has drag daughters? I do. I have how many? I have um. One, two. I have have three. My first drag daughter, my oldest, is um, and she's so independent. I'm so proud of her. Um, Neil, when she did Hedwig. Oh yes, of course. Mm Who's your drag mom? Um, and then my second drag daughter, my middle child, Ty, uh, just Ty. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful blonde, free spirit entrepreneur. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And then my third child is Dr. Patrice Pastabody. Uh, when oh. my best friend Anthony gets up in the gigs. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Watch out for her. She's pretty. Honey. Uh-oh. She, she, There's a bell. That's a good thing. Bell end. There's a um, bell end. <laughs> do you have a drag daughter, Alaska? I sure do. Her name's Nebraska. Oh, that's right. Uh, she's really good at voguing. Look up her... <laughs> Um, her she's Vogue a tall game. lady. She's so tall. She's so gorgeous. Um, I love her. Hello, she's actually Nebraska. two twinks stacked together. <laughs> right, in a trench coat. Yeah, now, absolutely. How, how does that work? I mean, like, it, it, do you choose the drag daughter or does the drag daughter choose you? Can any booger walk up to you and go, will you be my mommy? I think um, the Lord chooses that. Yeah, you <laughs> kind of know when it's right because a lot more people ask than what you should actually accept. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, you can also win a spot in a family like Erica Andrews had 17 drag kids because she would always have pageants and like mm. anybody could win back then there's an AFAB girl who's an Andrews that I know named Leslie and oh. she she won that Andrews pageant like back in the day Erica was all inclusive and mm-hmm. so she had 17 kids she had a lot of kids a lot of babies but what does that mean is like do you 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 walk them through makeup and hair and um comportment Sometimes, sometimes you just get them to steal stuff for you that you want from where they work, their day job. Sometimes RuPaul says that you get to choose from these gay veterans, and that's what I did. That's how we came together. And it's very unusual, I think, when you do the makeover challenge and you're sort of paired with a stranger. Hmm. Like, I have I have since become really close with Mackenzie and yeah. um, gotten to know her more. And she continued doing drag after Drag Race, which is also... Your fault. I'll take the blame. I hate it. You unleash that into the world. Unleash the base. I've seen her. I've seen her in Vegas a bunch of times. Like, Are you yeah, okay? I'm in Vegas. She's, she's there with Derek and the other one. Oh, I love them. Nick San Pedro. Yeah, I love yeah, them all. The, the, yeah. the threesome. She's just got long arms, and when she vogues, I don't want to get hit. Yeah, even, yeah, even gotta, in the second row. They got a duck. <laughs> so um, wait, okay, Alec. Yeah. Listen, we know you from everywhere. everything. I mean, you've been on so many TV shows. Do you have a running count of like how many no, like, TV shows? No, and you know you what? It seems out. like a lot, but I go, you know, I go six months without working, eight months without working, and then I'll work a lot, and then mm-hmm. I'll just do stand up and be yeah. like, oh, it's all over. Like I just did a pilot <laughs> with um, Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer, and literally a month before it, I was like, well, you know. I had a pretty good run for somebody who looks and sounds like me. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, have a body of work I can look back on. So it always feels like the end 
and then when I get a job, it feels like I've always been doing it. Right. Funny. Weird thing. Yeah. You've been doing it for so long. I remember half yeah. and half. I started watching that because my aunt directed yes. some episodes. And then Suzuki. Suzuki Pierre on um, um, Ugly Betty. Yeah. Suzuki was my favorite part of the episode because she said exactly what I was thinking usually. <laughs> <laughs> she was the Greek chorus of the show. And originally they had that spot. It was uh, cast with different people the first season. So Joan Rivers would do the fashion report and Tim Gunn did the fashion report. And uh, Kathy Griffin did it at one point. And then they were like, we just have to have one person, but who's it going to be? And I was asked to do the Glad Awards to do stand up. And I they asked me to do it for free and I was really grumpy about it I was like free you guys have all this money and there's gonna be all these movies I was like my husband was like go out exactly (laughs) was my husband was like go out and make some money work Jamie getting that hoe on the corner he's like show your fucking face everybody's gonna be shake your ass proper yeah so I did stand up and that's how I got ugly Betty so kids if you have to do something that's uh yes free sometimes it's, it, but I was really a dick about it going there. I was like, I can't believe these faggots. <laughs> but Did they get you a through. car? No. <gasps> oh. no. 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 Uh, it's Glad so awards. true. It's Glad like awards. sometimes you get paid in other ways. Uh-huh. And you obviously did. You get paid in a connection or you meet somebody or somebody sees you doing. Right. Well, exactly. you two have been really great at building the enterprise post pageant post drag race yeah like like not everybody's done that i saw people at drag con just sitting there at their autograph booths and people were like who's she like um <laughs> like not everybody was able to keep the party going afterwards yeah well alaska's so smart that like everything that comes out of her brain which is like one word a minute on average but they're brilliant words like you you wait <laughs> for the next drop like, sure, her content is so sickening. I'm such a fan of it. And yeah. I just won't go away. So. I remember seeing you <laughs> at Precinct and in the before time, uh, Alaska, and you were performing and you did uh, This Is My Hair, I Don't Wear Wigs. Oh, yeah. And the mm-hmm. whole audience knew all the lyrics. Yeah. And were shouting it at you. And I was like, this is a phenomenon. She's she's it i was was very impressed well thank you luckily there's only four words in the song so Mm -hmm. it is easy to (laughs) anybody can sing along (laughs) and willem you had such a long line that you could just be in a lounge chair (laughs) yeah yeah i I was very clever i was really happy if you keep your prices low they come back <laughs> Always how have much, a little couple things on the counter for them to steal too. How much do you charge? How much? I, does, I don't does charge, charge. I've never charged for a photo at DragCon ever. It's if, if you if you get in line and buy something, I'd love to take a picture with you. If you don't buy something, I'd still love to take a picture with you. I always looked at it as like someone going to Disneyland and then Mickey asking for money. Yeah. That would be totally fine. That would be totally fine. But for me, like this is my chance to like say thank you and to sell a shit ton thank of merch. You. And, okay, so um, you exit through the gift shop situation. Kind no, of they like no, that. they go in through the gift shop because then they buy stuff for me to sign enter or to like buy. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, enter. Now, yeah. Alaska, do you charge? Um, uh, what for for sex? Yes, I oh. do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen the pictures. Do you charge? <laughs> I actually don't. I uh I tried being a sex worker uh and I wasn't making any money tr- doing it so I had to take a different approach. <laughs> that would be the worst. 
sex worker. So Did you? Somebody got kicked out of uh, drag con for sucking dick in the bathroom, and I was so proud. I ran after them, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm a vendor here. You can't get me out." Somebody uh, you know? I've seen him on the internet. He's this guy from Washington D.C. I'd imagine like what there they have to change a couple things at drag con in order to make it better. When the lighting. Mm. Oh. If they if they Girl. brought down all the lighting, you mm-hmm. know, the fluorescent lighting, and did their own lighting like a show and made yeah. it dark, like made it nighttime inside, but it was lit overhead, like with like really nice lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. wonder would not pay for that at all. That would yeah. be so expensive. Because the fluorescent and lights are just a fucking nightmare. Bone and, um, there should be more bars, more alcohol in the Thank hall. You. Yes. There's like there's like two alcohol places in right. the whole place. So for those of us who are big drunks, that was kind of stressful. But um, <laughs> but the kids, the kids loved it. I've been taking my kid to uh, DragCon since he was seven. The little kid. Word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet he likes the rides, huh? He does like the rides. They even had a bouncy house one year. They Word. Had, uh, I got in it. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, you've been to like everywhere and you've hosted tons of, I'm sure you've done panels at Drag Race, but you uh-huh. hosted the AVN Gay Porn Awards one time. Yes. You should what do was that. The, that is a I, fun gig. I hosted Hustle Ball in like 2006, I think, with Bruce Valanche, and I saw yeah. him blowing a twink, and I was like, "Work, Bruce." <laughs> you meet everybody, yeah. like everybody you've ever masturbated to. You Aww. meet them in person, <laughs> and talk about like Disneyland. Um, you know, while you're there, you see their fans approach them. Uh huh. Like right. they're like they're every like, the fans are like five year olds meeting Snow White at Disneyland. They're like. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, um, I was with I was glued to the side of uh, Raheem Strickland. If oh. you've never seen him, honey, Raheem, he just did that movie with Colin, that new boy. Oh my god, his honey. dick just keeps going. It just it doesn't end. He came like, up to my he... car window once because I was dropping off my friend to film with him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. Unlock the store immediately. He's, he's beautiful <laughs> with your penis. Yes. Like <laughs> smash this window with like when he's fucking somebody in a movie and he pulls out, it just keeps going. Right. It just, yeah. It just. And so I was like so blatant. I was like, I'm going to attach myself to you for the whole evening. I'm never going to get this chance again. <laughs> and I'm not apologizing. No. Uh-uh. And he uh, probably he loves he loves the attention. So yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's fine. He was, cool. he was bashful. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Yeah. Um, so... You should do that gig, both of you. I did it this oh, year with, uh, online, which was lame, with, oh, okay. um, with uh, Sherry Vine. Oh, and yes. usually you get a trip to Las Vegas at a decent hotel room. Right. And uh, there's a party the night before the show, and then there's a party after the show. And uh-huh. I, I did it with uh, one year with Alyssa Edwards and Shangela. And seeing oh, Alyssa wow. Edwards and Shangela backstage with a bunch of porn stars is super fun. That's, That's a good time. Were they on time? Vibe. No. Okay. <laughs> um, no, no, they weren't. I had to stretch. I had to stretch at the gate porn award. I had to get it. Do it in the shower. I was doing the intro and then somebody was waving at me from the stage like, keep going, keep going. Keep going. And I had to fucking do crowd work out in the audience, which I'm not a big fan of. They made you do floor work? Yeah, yeah. I had to go from table to table. Hey, where are you from? Are you drunk? Yeah, just the worst. Just the worst. I've heard your podcast and that's actually the best. Do you like (laughs) podcasting? 
Thank you for listening. Yeah, um, so I good. love it. I'm, I have a, I have two podcasts. I'm the official host of the official uh, RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, which is just, oh. which is just the recap. You know, it's just kind of yeah. like it's so easy. And I said uh, they asked me to do it, and I and I was like, I'll do it for money. And they went okay. And I was like, oh wow, I've never got used to paying, being paid by World of Wonder. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. And then the other thing I have is a mental health podcast mm-hmm. with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist, which Alaska was on, mm-hmm. where I'm just trying to take the stigma out of talking about mental health because um, I had chemical depression for years and I never got any help because mm. I was embarrassed and I thought it was something I should be able to take care of. And then I got meds and help and now everything's great. <laughs> nice. I, I haven't heard that one, but I probably wouldn't be welcome as a guest because I put Matthew on the beat down. There's this video what, where he's what like, happened? Oh. he told me there was something like, yeah, I guess yeah, he didn't, yeah. he didn't, he didn't find it as funny as I did, but like okay. he's walking through a field and like playing with daisies and I, he's <laughs> definitely shirtless at some point. Yeah. And I just like took the piss out of it a little bit. And like yeah. his friends are my friends too. And some of them oh, really? told me like he was not happy. And I was oh. like, oh, I didn't mean to make him unhappy, but I also don't care. Um, <laughs> was it was okay. So you I'll send you the like, link. You made fun of him on the show. Like, like oh yeah. Thick. Yeah. Yeah, and just like it—it's you're in Runyon. You're like, oh, I love to get lost or wherever, and like you know where you are, girl. You're not lost <laughs> in a field contemplating nothing. You're beautiful. Calm down. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was. I don't think you. I don't She's think I would. Actually, a really good therapist, and yeah. the balance between us is I'm all, I'm a total clown, so I'll talk openly about my sex addiction, addiction, mm. and my lowest points, and uh, you know horrible sex stories where I end up with egg and poo in my face, mm. and he'll break he'll break down things psychologically and therapeutically, but I feel like I am there. What I've helped him do is take himself less seriously. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I, I think yeah. she needed that. I loved the podcast so much. It was fabulous. It was like an amazing therapy session. And it was just really fun um, talking to you. And it was great talking to you today. We're so glad you stopped by. You said great things on the podcast, especially about social media, about like how Um, you were were bullied by it when it was on your side. Yeah. And then you had to endure what happened when everybody, all of social media turned against you. And your conclusion, I was listening to it the other day, was so good was that um it's not real that right. the, that the reactions have, have nothing to do with me and it's not real so it doesn't even affect you anymore and i thought that was just right. genius and wonderful and something we all needed to hear the That's sword tea. cuts both ways yeah am i going now is it time for me to fuck do you want to come do you want to come back and join us for the next segment i mean there's stuff always, we could talk about always. we have like uh you'll see you'll see. i just need to um go do a bump i'll be back okay <laughs> I'm back. Ooh. How's that feel? <laughs> Ooh. Back in my throat. Drip. Drip, 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 drip. Keisha. I once um, did so much coke at a party in New York City that I lost my, my swallowing reflex. I couldn't swallow. <gasps> and I was choking to death in oh, Astro no. Place. You know, that cube, that huge cube. And I, oh, forced, yeah. my, I forced myself to throw up. I barfed oh. in front of the cube. Like, <sighs> everything came out. 
And in true New York fashion, people just walked past me. Nobody was yeah. like, are you okay? Are you? And I was like, thank God. Like, it was like, if I was in any other place, you know, a janitor would show up with a bucket of sawdust or something. But it was like, you know. <laughs> Right. Do you do, are you a Coke person? I've done Coke twice in my life. So that I my someone said the best pickup line ever is when a guy comes up and says Coke or K. Like mm, <laughs> I've never had K. It doesn't sound like fun. Ooh. I've seen pe- I've seen enough people in K holes. Uh-huh. Where they're like, I'm dying. I can't. The K special right. candy muse. Yeah, that doesn't see that doesn't seem like fun. I like you're it. like you don't drink or nothing, right? You don't no. drink. Uh uh-uh, yeah, not for like six that's years. That's why you're so skinny. <laughs> body by marky um yeah. are you did you see uh I'm, i've also taken up pole dancing because i want to be like little nas oh mm-hmm. love it and i got a pole at my house so i'm trying oh, fantastic. to fantastic in palm springs mm-hmm. and she's a spinner just like her mom oh my god come over I love it out there i never got it when i first got to la i was like what is the big fucking deal and now i'm like the minute i see the windmills mm-hmm. and the minute you just go around that that hill and it's you're in town i'm like so relaxed alaska are you a palm springs person love it love it so much hey we're gonna go in a cave right now and answer some questions from some people that's where we get our mail in the cave in the cave Uh this is a moment where we go spelunking deep inside the dms this message is from a robot I'm going to read it. Okay. Greetings, Alaska Kin Skywalker, Obi Willem Kenobi, and Darth Dipper. Upon hearing that Alaska has now watched Star Wars, I simply must know if she was aware that the one and only Dorothy Zbornak herself was a part of the franchise. Albeit the Star Wars holiday special that was a complete flop and only aired once on TV, but I'm told B was one of the better parts of the special. She's a singing barmaid and is, of course, (laughs) utterly fabulous. Here's the link if you dare to watch, but be warned, there's a baby Wookiee that's mildly terrifying. (laughs) May the force be with you always. C3P flow. Work. Should we watch it, Dipper? Can you put it on the screen? Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Ooh, look at her fall. She better work with that little yeah. ponytail. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a rhyme, friend. How is that trippy? She's outstanding. Wow. Amazing. I mean, what? The range. An unlikely person to become astronomically famous is B. Arthur. Is that that a correct assessment? Like, when I look at her, there's nothing about her that says, like, this person should be one of the most famed actors in in the Mm -hmm. whole world. She she was, like, older in her life when she got really famous. Uh, Mm -hmm. She has this fucking deep voice. She's fucking... I... I fucking love her so much. Well, she was a stage actress who had been in two like mega successful musicals. She was the original Yenta in Mm -hmm. um, Fiddler on the Roof. And then she was in Mame on Broadway with Angela Lansbury. And by the time she was added to the cast of um, her first episode on All in the Family, where she plays Edith Bunker's cousin, Mm -hmm. coming to take care of both of them because they're sick. 
Cousin mm-hmm. Maude is here. I think Cousin Maude is the name of the episode. She walks away with the entire episode. Like, you can't right. watch anybody else. And it was so <laughs> clear that she'd spent the years and years and years in the trenches, toiling in obscurity, kind of like only known in New York City. And she was right. ready for that moment. Did they give uh, her a show? Did Maude, the series, come out of that guest spot? Or was yeah. it a backdoor pilot? Yeah, yeah. It came out of All in the Family. They developed, Norman Lear developed a character of this ultra-liberal woman right. out in the New York suburbs. And um, Esther Roll played her maid, Florida, and she ended up getting a spinoff to Good Times. And isn't that Lenny Kravitz's mom? Uh, no, that is uh, Roxy Roker, who was on The Jeffersons. My which bad. Which was also Word. a spinoff from All in the Family, because The Jeffersons lived next door to... Uh, Wow. The, um, the bunkers originally. It's like the Mom Podcast Network, honey. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, we have another letter. This is from Hick, hot in Chicago. Hi, you bad, bad motherfucking and father fucking bitches. Oh. I have a question about the confessional looks. I heard you have to send in pictures of three possible looks for your confessional look, and the producers would pick what you'd wear. But I also know that they played fast and loose in the day with the different look for each day of the concep- confessionals, resulting in queens changing outfits mid-confessional. So what's your experience? Are there stipulations with what you're allowed to wear? No certain colors, no shiny clothes, no brands. And did you have any modus operandi for picking your confessional outfits? Thank you. Hot in Chicago. Wow. Now they're strict with it. Before we, my season, you could wear whatever you want, but then that's how the kids would be able to tell, oh, he wore that in this episode. He's not talking about that right now. They're using it from another episode because they would. Oh, yeah. Delta changed shirts in the workroom three different times in one conversation. And we've said this so many times. It's just a clear example of great editing. Um, And now they're, they're like so careful. You send in your outfits, you send in pictures. Um, and then they keep the outfit there so you can't change it. And one girl, I know she like changed something on like her hat or her hair curl. Mm, so each episode mm-hmm. she could tell like what was going on. I forget who would ever be so duplicitous though. Yeah, girl, season five was like the ba- the bad old days where you just wore whatever the fuck you were wearing at the end of the day. Sometimes I had giant black contacts and sometimes my <laughs> eyeliner was smeared down my face and a hat and different like... A, a yellow cardigan with a fucking ray of light fucking shirt. Uh, I remember. Um, and then all stars, they were like, yes, please send us um photos of your looks for approval. I wanted to wear a fucking tank top with a harness and they sort of laughed at me. They were like, you're not wearing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I went with a conservative button up blouse. I think that was more the storyline that we were going for. Wow. I um, they, have the sh- yeah. they have the show down to a science now. It seems like yeah. they have a very specific idea of what they want. Like even the music, the tuk, 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 has not changed. Yeah. Um, I think that some of the girls, uh, some of the girls, um, their confessional outfits have been like so sickening that they can do merch with it. But uh, other girls, they're just like, they look like they just, my seasons, half of us look like we, they told us, get out of makeup. No, you can't go to the sink. Just <laughs> use those wipes and then come up and be interviewed as a boy under these bright lights. So we look uh-huh. like hamburger. Half That's why we always had hats and scarves and stuff. Our hair looked a wreck. Our oh, skin yeah. was like ravaged. 
They're like, no, sit under all these lights. We're going to film now you. And some of them are in full beat as boys. Oh, they look interview. good now. They, they end up real quick. Beautiful. Yeah. The fashions. I mean, it's another fashion category. Like, they they turn looks in that chair. And the makeup. The, I tell you, the daytime out of drag makeup has really advanced. Since, oh, yeah. Uh, since Drag Race started. We're going to advance to another question. It's a long okay. one, but a good one. This comes from H. Dear Alaska, Willem, Big Dipper, Race Chaser Pod listeners, and any and all distinguished guest or guests. Longtime listener, first time writer, I love your body of work and the entire lineup of the Mom Network. Keep it up, Queens. I am seeking advice. Started hanging out with this guy back in mid 2019, usually a one on one situation, going to bars, clubs, brunch, etc., but nothing ever sexual, and quickly fell for him. However, I did not tell him how I felt back then because of previous experiences fear, rejection, unrequited love, friend zoned, etc. And I was also being cautious and wanted to make sure that I wasn't just in lust with him. We didn't hang out as much toward the end of 2019 and start of 2020 traveling. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. We saw each other at the end of May 2020 before he left the city for Miami. I gave him face masks to take. We talked, texted, and DM'd, etc. since then. In some way, I was hoping that the distance would help me somehow get over him. Of course, I was wrong. And more so since he recently told me about a potential hookup he had. It made me jealous, but I acted as if it didn't bother me. And I recognize that jealousy serves me no good since he is free to do as he pleases. After all, we are not in a romantic relationship. It also made me realize that I uh, that my feelings for him are still strong. He doesn't plan on coming back to the city in the near future, but has often told me I should come visit him. I've refrained from taking him up on this offer because of the pandemic and because I'm afraid of blurting out how I feel and potentially having to let go of a good friendship. I hate the idea of telling him how I feel over the phone. I'd prefer in person, but given the situation, should I just do it? If I decide to visit him, I'm tempted to tell him then. I worry it may be too late and could ruin our reunion. What are your thoughts? Mom, help me. Attached are a few select XXX pics for your viewing pleasure. I saw the email is long. Uh, I know the email is long, but I appreciate your time for reading. Thank you. Slay safely. Yours truly, H. And I appreciate the time you put into these pictures. Wow. We got the. Do you think that email could have been three sentences, actually? Yeah. It could have been a lot shorter, but the dick more than makes up for it. And the ass in the multiple poses. And then yeah. the dick and ass together splayed Terrific. out from behind like uh, one of those Cornish game hens that you have to smash before you cook. Same. And for size comparison, he uh, put his dick next to the Empire State Building, just so you can see the scale. Just so you know, just yeah. to drive home the um, message. Well, listen, I've been this girl. I was always yeah. kind of attracted to guys who um, didn't text back and weren't into me. And I asked my therapist mm. about it, and he said, that's an addiction. And I oh. said, what am I addicted to? He goes, you're addicted to kind of being in the bad place mm. of of being the girl that who's the best friend, but they don't want to fuck mm. you. And oh. you keep putting yourself in that category because that's how you see yourself. And I was mm. like, oh, so busted. So now when it would come up again, I'd be like, no, I, I want to get fucked. <laughs> I want to be with people who are attracted to me. I don't want to be like, cause that was a very adolescent thing. Like I'm sure that started in high school. You know, kind mm-hmm. of lingering around the hot guy and becoming the indispensable best friend. And the, and the truth is about men, when they're into you, they text back right away. Right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they they will book an appointment when boys are and and that's what changed for me when I was like I'm not going to do that anymore. Then I did find all the boys that liked me. Right. You brought them in the yard, didn't you? Yes, I, I did. Shakes. But you have to be in that space where you feel like you can be that girl that um I can be the girl that guys like. There's lots to like about me. Yeah. yeah. And you found a good one too. Jamie is one of the It's weird. The 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 reserved people are some of the most shady bitches in the world and she is so mm-hmm. funny and mm-hmm. so cunning and so witty. She yeah. reminds me of kimchi. She's got like this humor that yeah. just comes He's out great. of nowhere. And we're we've been together 19 years, so it was yeah. Cause um, wow. we were together and for a year and then he broke, I broke up with him because he said he wasn't sure that he wanted to be in a long-term relationship. And I said, well, I'm sure. So fuck off. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. And then um, we got back together. I think with this guy, I would wait until I saw him to tell him I had feelings if I was him, because over the phone, it's like, what are you going to do? Switch to FaceTime and jerk off? Like, wait till you can do something about it. Otherwise shit or get off the pot. Like don't, you know, no need to play yeah. pen pals at this point. Y'all yeah, know you want to fuck when you see each other. You told you to come visit. You know what right. that means. That means no beans or corn two days before and go do it. I think, you know, I think that this is a 50 50 chance. So just kind of like blow your wad and then now you know. Yeah. Wow. Y'all, have, that's really good advice. H, thank you for writing in. And ladies, thank you for your amazing advice. And thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. Goss. And thank you so much, Alec, for coming and being our little tip spot. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I adore you both. I can't wait to see you after all our vaccinations kick in. Uh, You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Alec Mappa. Listen to me at the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast with Priyanka. Or my mental health podcast, Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist, um, who is the mortal enemy of Willem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Please, We have to have you on the show and unpack that. It'll it'll be great. I would love to. That would be the behind the beat down that I would definitely subscribe to and watch. Absolutely. I love you both. And Big Dip are so great meeting you, you big set. Yeah, great to meet you too. Thank you. Now, if you bring two, if you bring two forms of ID to the office, they'll get you checked out after last call. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) We just need to settle up at the bar first. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 If you have any questions, you can send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And a reminder for you, we have an upcoming live stream event. It's called Are You Smarter Than a Rue Girl and a Meatball? Monday, April 19th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be raising money to help save our favorite bar in Los Angeles precinct. Precinct. We have an amazing lineup of special guests uh, competing with us. Um, Katya Zamalachikova, Mayhem Mila, Queen of the Party, Meatball, and Bob the Drag Queen. Word. Go to racechasertickets.com to get those tickets. It's going to be a fabulous show. And we have lots of bonus content available too at patreon.com slash Willem. Mm -hmm. And you can find that content by using the hashtag racechaser in the little search thing. But just scroll. You'll find them in a hard. Yeah, and we'll continue to release some of our Patreon content from 2019 for free now on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to both Willem and Alaska on YouTube. Hit the bell so you get the notification. You can hit that bell. Hit the bell. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. 
at Race Chaser Pod and at Mom Podcast. Honey, we're conglomerate from down south. He's like and come in his mouth. The conglomerate, putting yeah. the glam and conglomerate. Okay, that link on Instagram at Race Chaser Pod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and a link to aapip.org and their resource directory to help combat increased anti Asian violence. Hey, and if you're listening, please wear a mask, wash mm-hmm. your hands, and stay safe and healthy. We can't afford to lose the listeners. That's right. We'll be back next week with more piping, scalding, hot gas. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. <laughs> <laughs>